Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Ethan. And welcome to the Dark Friends Book Club. We are reading through the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan. This episode will be spoiler-free for chapters beyond what we're currently reading. Enjoy! Hi, Amy. Hello, Ethan. And hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Dark Friends Book Club. Yeah, two in one day. Two in one day that we're recording, and you're getting. We'll be recording three in one day. I but that'll be that'll be our record. Yep. But you won't be getting the third one until next week. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to be covering our final thoughts for Eye of the World in this yep. episode. Amy's getting her score of how well she did. I am. I have been given a score. Yep. I gotta That's say, a there's an awful... She doesn't know about. <gasps> there's a twist. I didn't... I don't know. I actually don't know about the twist. Yep. Ba-ba-ba. Ba-ba-ba. But we're... <laughs> I'm gonna... Yeah. I was gonna cover really quickly. I mean, I think we talked about it five minutes ago in the last episode. Um, yeah. But a quick catch-up in case... I don't know your life. Maybe you're listening to the episodes like a week apart. I'm yeah. not sure, you know. Um, we're going to be covering, or this is your first episode. Weird episode to choose, but I'll take it. Welcome. Uh, they do that a lot, according to our analytics. That's true. They go for the last episode first. Yeah, they're very, well, I mean, that makes sense. You listen to what the first recent was, and then it's like, all right, I'll listen to the rest of it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> you're in for a treat if you go from this episode back to episode one, because the mic situation <laughs> is a lot different. Yep. Honestly, that's um, good. Like, let people hear your new mic, and then they can. Yeah, yeah. The, it gets better, I swear. Um, but this episode, we're going to be covering our final thoughts. We're going to be doing like our book-wide MVPs, LVPs, which is our least fit, uh, least valuable player. Uh, favorite characters, least favorite characters. We're going to give the book a rating. I'm getting a score. Okay. I think that covers score. what. A prediction score. Um, and I think that kind of covers what we'll be doing in this final episode. Amy, do you oh, no, it's top three. Score? Sorry. I said least favorite, most favorite. It's top three favorite and bottom three yeah. least favorite. So. so your top three and your bottom three. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that covers it. So where do we want to start, Ethan? Uh, I think we should talk about the book. How do you feel about the book? How do I feel about the book? Um, I actually, I really overall really enjoyed it um good it was like a good like it's a good it's a solid first entry into a series you know what i mean like it's not too there's not like a ton of stuff to really like dig into but there's like little hints of things in there it did definitely left some things open like about the world building that i want to know more about Mm -hmm. i think it did a good job of introducing like the main like the main crew the core characters yeah yeah yeah, I've heard it. Pretty... I've heard like I've told you before. I've heard this described mm-hmm. as the prologue to the Wheel of Time. Yeah, yeah. Which, Which I, I think guess makes, makes sense because it introduces all your big characters. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like this book too. This is pro- uh, as it's probably the one I've read the most. Okay, I mean, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Every time I you restart the series. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a really solid start. Um, I think mm-hmm. his foreshadowing is really good. Yes. Uh, for ju- even just within the book, there's foreshadowing that for the rest of the series. Oh, in the book, in the in the first book. Well, I'm sure there is, but at this point, we, it. This is the one thing with it taking like two months for me to finish the book because usually mm-hmm. I'm I'm a pretty fast reader. Like I I get the book done unless I'm I usually finish books pretty quickly. So yeah. I'm picking up on things a lot more because I'm in it all the time. Yeah. So it's a weird mix where it's like, because I'm taking my time and really like I'm writing the summaries and I'm rereading chapters, there are things that I'm picking up more on. But by the time we mm-hmm. get to the end of the book, I'm kind of like the things from the beginning of the book are getting foggy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why you just re-listen to our episode, Amy, right? Yep. Hmm. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. But yeah, so, so I, I like solid. I think is the best the best way to describe it. Yeah, for me, it's not it's not my favorite. I'll say that, but like, well, we haven't finished the series, Ethan. I was meaning this book. Yeah, no, you know, it's not as even far as like, like yeah. fantasy. As far as like fantasy oh. books or just books in general, that's why I was. Meaning. Yeah, yeah, no, like I would I would even go so as far as to say like it's not even my favorite like first book of a series. Okay. Okay. 
Um, but it's it like it's it's Saul. Like I feel like Saul. It is a good. I hate to keep using the same word over and over. Yeah. But it just, you know, your foundation needs to be good when you start. So when you build something, right? It's a good foundation. Yeah. There's a reason why this is like nerd homework. Yes. Yes. Um, There are parts of it that feel a little bit like homework. (laughs) (laughs) It's very, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I think the issue is? Um, I can't because I know Brandon Sanderson finishes the series. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes without meaning to, my brain compares some things to others. Yeah. Like, like we'll compare some things in like this book. To like Mistborn? Uh, Way of Kings, actually. Because it doesn't have a Mistborn feel at all. So Way Mistborn, of Way of Kings, yeah. Um, And I think I said this to you when I was reading yeah. the last few chapters where like the big like climactic use the power scene mm-hmm. in this book uh, doesn't match up to the way of kings scene i don't want to get like too spoilery for way of kings yeah but sanderson is really good at endings and robert jordan did a like a good job Mm -hmm. but i think this is a case where you can tell that's where sanderson excels yeah so it's yeah i think that like it left the ending did leave me wanting a little bit in certain aspects yeah i thought i think the pacing yes the pacing of this book is like kind of what holds it back for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really good, but I think the pacing could be better. We've got a lot of like, especially the middle where it slows down a lot while they're by themselves. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah when the groups are all separated, it slows way down. And then all of a sudden it's like, Camelin, Waze, Flight, in yeah. the end, right? Yeah. Like it's like boom, 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 boom. And it, that can, that can work, but it's, it was very, it's a little bit, it's, it, it's, it speeds it, the speed of it at the very end is quick without like. Mm-hmm. Well, it does feel like I, I agree. It feels a little rushed at the end. Like I would have liked. I feel like there was no lead up to us seeing the Forsaken. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, yeah, like yeah, they yeah, just yeah. hop in at the last second. Like we had no hints that that was going to happen up until this point. Yeah. And we had them um, mentioned once, like at the very beginning, like Agonor was mentioned at the very beginning of the book. That's it. We had to go way back to the beginning to find mention of them. And even then it's like fairy tale stories mm-hmm. and you're telling these stories, but you're also saying like, oh, they're locked in Shia Ghoul. So, th- and we haven't, there's been hints here and there that things have been breaking down. I just would have liked a little bit more like set up the jump. You know, you know what, what it could have been? Yeah. Some dreams. And I know yeah. as like the dream person. Like mm-hmm. I, I've got strong feelings about all the Belgamon dreams. Like mm-hmm. maybe if I think I think especially with the two Forsaken just appearing, if Belgamon had been like shown right like my servants awaken or something like that, being like, oh, you know, yeah, these spooky guys there they might be coming out, like something like that might have mm-hmm. helped and it would have helped with the with the dreams not feeling so repetitive. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. After like the third dream, I'm like, okay. It's this a lot like, of the same. Yeah, it's it's not different enough. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. It's it's a lot of the same. It's like and the I, same dream, different font a lot of yep. the time. Yep. Um, yeah. You will serve me. I die you. I reject you. Fool. Uh, alive or dead. You know. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. For sure. So. Um, overall, really good though. I get you. Know, yeah. No. Like. Pacing, the, like. Pacing is my biggest complaint with this book. Pay, yeah, I can. I agree with that, but. Um, for as much as some of the characters irritated me, I had to say the character work was at, is pretty decent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody feels like even the three boys where there's a lot of similarities yeah. still each feel like their own distinct selves. Yep. Um, And like some of the characters, like you hate them because you're supposed to, but he does a really good job. Like I hate Bayer for different reasons than I hate oh. Elida for different reasons than I hate fane you know yeah like those are the the three that come to mind is like the three like oh my god Um, i think his villains are like his villains are like his fairy tale villains like the forsaken but like his like his human villains yeah yeah are great like yeah fane gives me the creeps yes he's great um elida's great she's like makes me anxious Mm -hmm. i like a snake you know like he's like pot on fane is like very like gross yeah 
he's like a spider, you know? And then you've got, like, a light who I, like, is very much like a, she feels like a snake. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. you're right, you're, like, she could really fuck you up, you know, like that. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, buyers, like, the same way. It's like, oh, you're right by, like, it's like when I see someone, like, with, like, a lion or a tiger and they're, like. Right there. Yeah. yeah, right there. It's like, oh, he'll probably not do anything. Except he totally will. <laughs> yeah, except, like, yeah, you're one wrong move away from him just mauling you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moraine and Lan, I think, are great. Oh, um, Lan. Wow, we all know. <laughs> I've been talking about it for, what, 12, 13 episodes now? Yeah, I, I get a little annoyed with, like, I'm not a big fan of stoicism, right? Like Okay. That, stoicism itself kind of annoys the shit out of me, like, as a okay. philosophy. But... And Rand, uh, Rand, Rand, Lan is very much like a stoic character, so mm-hmm. I kind of roll my eyes a lot of the times, but he's cool. I like his, his action scenes are really cool. I think he's a good, cool character. Um, I think the thing with stoicism is like, I get like, if, if a character is always stoic, mm-hmm. I get what you mean. Like, it's like, no one is this flat all the time. Yeah. But I think what I like about Lan is we do, and it rarely happens from Rand's point of view, but... Mm-hmm. We do get glimpses of like cracks in that mask, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think are just enhanced by the fact that he usually is so stoic, you know? Yeah. So like when we get these little glimpses, it's like getting to like the juicy center of like, uh, I don't know, of a something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I like, honestly, for Moraine is just like a complicated character. Like, oh, yeah. She she really provokes this sense of like I really want to like her. Yep. But she does so many shitty things that it's yeah. like, dude, you're not helping your case. Yep. I'm constantly but like I, that. Like I love mm-hmm. Moraine and it's this whole book. I'm like, it's a lot of like, oh, come on, Moraine. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's very like her she's very well motivated. Yeah. Like she's extremely yeah. It's weird because it's like even though like I get the sense that her motive, we don't know all her motivations, you know, mm-hmm. like even though her motivations aren't clear. Yeah. You know, they're there with yeah. her. Like you well, know, and, she, and, okay. oh, and I was going to say, I think like lands a little bit similar. Like his are a little bit, again, we're not sure of all the motivations. We get a sense at the end of the book of some of them, you know, but it's very clear that he has like a set of like rules for himself or motivations for himself that he felt like a code he follows, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Moraine, what, what I meant with, with Moraine being well motivated, I was meaning like uh, mm-hmm. how she is like well, the motivations that she gives us, right. That we are aware of. Even without knowing the rest of her motivations, oh, right? Yeah, okay. She is like it all tracks with what she's doing, even if I disagree mm-hmm. with how she's doing it. Mm-hmm. Like you she's see. very understandable. Yeah. Like she's not doing things that it's like out of left feet. It's like it's very much the type of thing where you're like, oh, Moraine, I know why you just did that, but like it's so it's it's it seems very Such a bad counterproductive mm-hmm. while we're inside of Rand's head, you know? Like we can yeah. like we, we have a we have a a perspective that she doesn't. So I think it's like the irony, I guess, is like of some yeah. of the things she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, the boys. I like the boys. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I really. They tell me all the time how close they are as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my personal experience, um, they seem like good acquaintances. Mm-hmm. But they, their, the friendships do not seem very deep. Aside from like Egwene and Nynaeve. Egwene and Nynaeve seem to have a very deep yeah. friendship. And that's like a that's a much it's a very believable friendship there between those two, much more than I yeah. see with the boys. The boys is like a complicated one for me because I get what Robert Jordan is doing with the characters, right? Like mm-hmm. taking these small farm boys and throwing them out into the big world, and they're lost and they're fumbling because they don't know. Like you know, they're just they come from a very small town. Mm-hmm. They just annoy the shit out of me so much. <laughs> uh huh. Like, to varying degrees, they Rand can be a very irritating protagonist to follow sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think you said it best last episode where you said he's, he's what did you say it was? Um, he thinks well under pressure, but is stupid the rest of the time. No, he's, uh, that, <laughs> yes, but he's, he's very, um, perspe- he's very perceptive, but not very insightful. Yes. Yeah. Which is a yeah. difficult it's Which a difficult is, combination where you're like, yes, you see the problem, but he doesn't understand the problem. Yeah. And some of the stuff is just really, I know they're small town farm boys, but some of it just feels so childish or just so. Yes. There's the very. 
like they seem a lot more immature than 20 year olds yeah like the whole thing where like Perrin keeps being like oh I wish Rand was here Rand's good with girls and Perrin, and then Rand's like oh I wish Perrin was here he's good with girls and I know it's probably supposed to be funny or ironic but it just annoys the shit out of me <laughs> oh really oh that's I don't a, that's know that's a running joke Amy just so you know I don't know why. It's just like, you it's know. It's not going away. <laughs> it's like, girls are human. Mm -hmm. Just talk to them like they're people, and you'll figure it out. Nope, they can read minds. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, that kind of. Yeah. I mean, and don't even get me started. Like, I know. I've heard mm -hmm. Matt is a beloved character. <laughs> I know a lot of people who say that he is one of their favorites. If not, their, I bet, yeah, there's other people if who not, say he is. If not their actual favorite. Mm -hmm. um, I don't see it just yet. Mm -hmm. At all. Yeah. I don't. Like, he... No, I get it. Even, even if I give him the benefit of the doubt for half the book with the fucking dagger. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's just, it's unfortunate because by the time... I'm by the time like he gets goes through the dagger thing and that gets better. I'm so over his character that anytime he complains or speaks about something, mm -hmm. I'm just like my instinct is just like shut the fuck up. Like seriously, yep. just stop talking. You used up all your all your goodwill. He used up all of my goodwill so quickly, and I so desperately wanted to like him because that first chapter or two mm -hmm. when we get introduced introduced to him, he's like introduces like this fun like this fun trickster trickster Frankster. like ugh, you know like very um puck like like puck or loki or you know like just like it's just supposed to be mm -hmm. the fun trickster character and i love those kind of characters like i give me some fun chaos you know and that's not what we got at all Mm -hmm. Well, he's so, kind of you know prankster, and then he gets the dagger. Well, even before he gets the dagger, there's a couple of th like it's this rough thing of trying to remember. Like, yes, they've grown up in this world where like I said I are the big like these big bad witch people, and they're you know they like pull the strings, and you can't trust them. But there's just some things where he's like fighting so hard yeah. against common sense. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. He We're supposed to. Yeah, I know. And theoretically, I'm supposed to just like let go of things and go into the next book, like clean slate for everyone. It's going to be tough, though. Oh, I don't that. think so. No, All right, I thought I that's don't... what we said we were going to do is like the least favorite and favorites were by chapter block. Oh, well, and to yeah. try to go in with like like clean slates for them. Yeah, no, no, no. That's right. I thought you meant like generally with books. Oh, yeah. No, with books. I usually I just. I would hold on to that grudge until something significant happened to change my mind. But yeah, I feel bad not talking about Perrin so much because he gets he unlike Matt, he gets POVs. Yeah. Um, but Perrin is like an up and down one with me. Yeah. Well, he Perrin Perrin, I know, is like I think I think Perrin is like the most popular Wheel of Time character. I think it goes Perrin, Matt, Rand. OK. As far as people's like favorite rankings. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, no, Perrin. I'm like, I uh, I get annoyed with Perrin every time he's like, oh, you have uh, wolf powers. No, you know, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. well, that's the thing where we get the I remember like those first couple of Perrin POVs. I was so excited. I, well, not excited, but like, I was like, after reading them, I was like, I really like Perrin. Like, he he's growing on me, you know? Mm -hmm. He's just, I remember you said that. <laughs> and then, like the next chapter block, it's the whining and the hemming and hawing, and it's oh, I got wolf powers, poor me. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's like, why did you have to do that? Why couldn't you have just stayed cool? Yeah. <laughs> it sucks because that happens a little bit with not to as as bad a degree, but like a little bit with loyal as well. Oh, where he starts getting down in the dumps about yeah. the, the blight. Yeah. Yeah. Down in the dumps about the ways, and then down in the dumps about the blight, and it's like, okay, loyal, you're sounding like a real parent or Matt right now. You need to stop it. Yeah. But he has such an endearing introduction. I think it care like, and it's not. We don't have to deal with it as for long for as long. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's not so bad, you know. Don't wear out. It's welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I think that's the big issue with parent. Like parent, cool, 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 great. Like. When do I start getting annoyed? I honestly, I only get annoyed with Perrin after we're done with his chapters. 
like after they get back from the when we're in Rand's head, when we're mm-hmm. back in Rand's head, that's when I start getting annoyed with Perrin. Mm-hmm. Like honestly annoyed. Like I'll play it up a little bit, like during the episodes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like wolf powers, but like I get it. Like you're freaked out by your wolf powers. I can I can see that, but it's afterwards where he's being all angsty about it. Well, and it's like yeah, because even the wolf, because like he's like, oh, my eyes haven't changed, and one of them's like, oh, they won't till you accept it or something, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then when we see him through Rand's eyes, his eyes have. Or, like, at the last chapter that we have with Perrin, right? Mm-hmm. His eyes do change, because Nynaeve has that freak out, and then Moraine. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, if your eyes have changed, then you have to have accepted these powers. So at yeah. this point, you have to stop being angsty about having the powers. Oh, okay. That's how you say it? Like, accept them or don't. Yeah. <laughs> accept don't. them and be happy about them, or don't, or, or don't accept them. <laughs> Or like, yeah, I think I, he's maybe... resigned to it. He's very resigned to like, he's yeah. Just, oh, got these pa-. But it's the fact that it's like, oh, I've got these powers for oh, me. Eeyore. And it's like, all right, man, I get it. Like, you're like, kind of sad if... you have wolf power. Like, it's yeah, it's I think for he... Rand, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. You. No, not at all. I keep trying to interrupt you. I think like, with my... like Rand. Rand has been told like these powers mean you're gonna go crazy and kill everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Rand, I get it. Rand wants to be angsty for a bit. I get it. Right? Yeah. Aaron, it just keeps being told it's a new thing come again. Is it of the dark one or is it not? I don't know. What do you, uh, we don't really know what's going on. This is so weird. And he's just so negative about it that it's like, all right, man. I get, and I guess when you put it like that, I can kind of get that the uncertainty would be a little bit frightening, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like you saw Elias, and Elias has theoretically been dealing with this for a long time, and he doesn't seem crazy. He mm-hmm. was actually a pretty good guy yeah. who had your back. Well, he doesn't seem like he's going to go crazy and kill everyone he yeah, loves. He doesn't seem bad. That's for sure. He doesn't seem bad. So it's like, well, you have, you know, at least one guy who's pretty okay after having these powers. Mm-hmm. I get if you're not thrilled about it, but I think if he had had more of a like, okay, well, like, listen, this isn't what I planned for, but I'm just going to deal with a lot given to me, you know, like more like accepting, but like willing to work with it. Whereas he just seems like, like you said, Eeyore resigned to it down in the dumps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think, cause we've touched on, I think we've touched on everyone except Egwene and nine, Egwene and even Tom. Yeah. Tom, well, Tom died, so he's. Like, I mean, Tom died. He did and his school. Do you think Tom's dead? Do you still think he's dead? Probably not. Like, honestly, I'm. I, I have to defer to Moraine here a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's probably right. Whitebridge would be talking about it if Tom was actually dead. Mm-hmm. Then again, if he got vaporized. Yeah, what are those? Well, and that, you know what, actually, because she's like, oh, the whole town would be talking if a Gleeman died. He wasn't wearing his Gleeman's cloak. Facts. He gave that to Rand. She doesn't know that. I don't know. Yeah, no. you know, I don't know. I I won't be surprised if he comes back. Yeah, but I'm gonna you said believe him. You'd be upset about it. I did. I did. You I, think I, you'll be upset? Maybe upset's too strong a word. I think a little disappointed. Okay. 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 Not because I dislike Tom as a character. Um, but I'm just not a fan of like. It makes it feel a little bit like death has no stakes. Yeah. It's like, well, if you die, you can just come back. Yeah. That's the thing I get a little bit, not annoyed with Sanderson, but it does kind of be like, I'm kind of like, are you, are you sure? Like, and he's had to go out of his way to deal with that. Like, especially in, <laughs> in that last book. Oh, mm-hmm. Which is the fourth book of, of, Era of two? Stormlight Archives. People, people will know. Oh, oh, that one too. I mean, that works too. Fourth. Well, we're talking about the same Rhythm person, I think, right? I'm talking about Rhythm of War. Yeah, but we're talking about the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were okay. talking about... You said Era 2, so I thought you were talking about what happens with at the end of um, The Lost Metal. No, no, that one feels like it's like okay. it's done. <laughs> well, both of those, both of those. It's like one, it's like he's gone out of his way in two different, like two different kinds of ways to be like, this person's really dead. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like... With Sanderson, it's gotten to a place in certain parts where we actually have to see them move into the beyond. Like mm-hmm. they've died, and now they're talking to God, and God, and now they're they're off to the beyond. It's like okay, they're actually dead and not coming back. Mm-hmm. Versus some people that it's like, are you sure? So you I sure? get that. Like that's a that's a criticism mm-hmm. for him with the, with the deaths. And I yeah. So with Robert Jordan, I get yeah. that a little bit. 
uh, people got to die for it to mean something. They got to stay dead. I guess, you know what the thing is? I, I, I guess it's never occurred to me with Sanderson mm-hmm. just because in the cases, man, it's hard to talk about without spoiling anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, Anyways, but back to the storm, uh, not stormlight, back to I have Welcome the... back. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We needed to spoiler talk for a second. Yep. Join us on our Cosmere uh, uh, ghost blood friends ghost blood uh, friends i don't want to be the ghost blood friends you're okay being dark friends yeah but, but i don't want i don't want to be the ghost bloods okay i don't know we're who the, i want to be but we're not the, the sons ghost of honor friends are those are they better no uh let me see here we're the, there's like a million different things we can choose from there though we're the set friends uh, we'll, we'll we'll workshop it. Um, <laughs> workshop it, Ethan. Workshop it. Workshop it. Okay. We'll see, because I feel like if we're gonna do that, we're just like the Ghost Blood Book Club. You know what I mean? Oh, we're the only Ghost dark Blood friends. Book Club. That's great. That's horrible to say out loud. Ghost Blood Book Club. <laughs> we're the Ghost Blood Book Club. Yes, in here, we're, and we're back, listeners. I hate the introduction, just like all of you do, apparently, because <laughs> no one likes to listen to it. Amy, just let me know, listeners, that apparently we've had a typo in the in our title. In our podcast name? In our podcast title name. And it's in that forbidden knowledge, like, uh, like, fuck with Derailed me, so. the whole episode. <laughs> really? We spent 30 minutes fixing it. But Tom Marilyn, I, yeah, so I think I'm just going to sum it up with, I liked his character. I'll be a little bit disappointing, disappointed if he comes back, unless Robert Jordan does it in a really cool way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? I can be won over. Define cool way. Like, he comes in riding, like, a unicorn with, like, no. uh, an AR-15 or, like... No. I, I don't know cool way. Like, I, I'll know cool way when I see it. Okay, okay, okay. If I feel satisfied after reading his return scene, then I will be okay with it. Okay, cool. Which really just leaves Nynaeve and Egwene to discuss character-wise. I feel like we've talked about all the others, so we should really touch on these two as well. You know, I will fly to Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Or like them the most. (laughs) Yeah, hooray! Visit me, it'll be fun. Yeah! I think Egwene might be one of the characters I have like the least strong feelings about. Yeah. Simply because there's not a lot of her. Yeah. You get earlier, which is an add-on, you know. Yeah, but even in earlier, like, you get a bit of an idea, but she's a kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, honestly, like, if we're being honest here, right? Mm-hmm. She is much more a, a vehicle for Rand's development in this book mm-hmm. than she is for her own. Like, I don't think she really has a character arc. Not really. Because it's kind of, you know. Yeah. She's she's curious. We got that from her, right? She's brave. Mm-hmm. She thinks quick on her feet, right? With the mm-hmm. whole thing with um Perrin. Um mm-hmm. when she's with Perrin, she gets to she gets to be a character, right? She gets to be a person, yeah. When she's with Rand, she is Rand's motivation to save the world, right? Yeah. I think that's I think that's yeah. that's the biggest problem with her character in this. Agreed. Agreed. But I still liked her, but she's just kind of there i like her for her book. potential i guess yeah and like she does make choices that rand wouldn't want her to make mm-hmm. in like most specifically like wanting to go to tarvalon to learn to be an Aes Sedai. yeah um so little glimmers like that are kind of like okay this is like Egwene, not just like how Egwene relates to rand you know right yeah well and there's the whole bit where she's like mm-hmm I want to, where she wants, where she very obviously wants to see the world. She wants to adventure much more than I think these boys ever did. Yeah. And I think that's pretty clear that she was the one that was like, they, and they can be like, well, we went all these places, blah, blah, blah. But it's a Gwen that's like, no, I want to like go beyond and like see yeah. these places in these books. Like she's not satisfied with like going to the Waterwood or just to the mountain. No. Mm-hmm. Well, and like that she talks about great. going I love to... that as a character. I love that, like that trait. Like adventurous. Yeah, I love adventurous characters. Yeah. No, because, like, it, it's a desire to move outside of, like, just the comfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. Yeah. I don't really have much to add just because, like, I think we... You said there's it all... Yeah. In yeah. this book. In this book. At the moment, there's not much to her. Like... Yeah. You know who we have even less of? 
Nynaeve? <laughs> Nynaeve. But, but I feel like... Go for it. I, and, and, sorry, I'm just like, Nynaeve? Um, I just feel like there's less there's less of her, but she's more solid as a character. Yeah. Because we get POVs for her, so we get her motive. Like, she's much more than just how she relates to Rand. Yeah, she's got a lot more agency. Yes. For one, and yeah, she's not... Well, for one, we don't have Rand trying to dictate her, other than like... Yeah, at the very so, end. Yeah, at the very end, and she shuts that down really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, we also get a, a good amount of POVs from her, too, which I think helps helps her. Oh, 100%. And I think, like, it helps because even in what you know of her in the beginning from Rand's point of view, like, some of it is kind of... I don't, I don't know if contradictory is the right word, but it already introduces, like, oh, she's, like... At least for me, from the beginning, I was like, she's got to be more complicated than things seem, right? Because yeah. she was trained from such a young age to be wisdom, because she is such a young wisdom comparatively um, to, like, everyone, the rest of the town leadership, you know? Yeah, she's got a lot going on. She's got a lot going on, and you get, like, a couple of these little scenes. Like, I think even from the beginning, like, when we she's in Barillon, we still don't have a ton from her then. But like just her and her enjoying dancing and Rand thinking about how oh he's never seen her dance like little glimpses like this were enough to like for me to be like oh there's more to this character than we think there is like you know let's start digging yeah and then like you said the POVs really just solidify that and hey she's part of she's one half of the slow burn angsty romance so that helps <laughs> uh huh it's gonna happen oh yeah I mean I yeah. think that's been made very clear that it's going to happen like. Oh, yeah. Unless Robert Jordan is just like, well, fuck you. Ha ha. Unless he's setting us up for heartbreak, like absolute yeah. heartbreak. Yeah. Just as they accept their love for one another, one of them dies. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cry on Good. the inside. Oh, not on the, no, that's right. You don't cry. I, on the very often. It takes a lot to make me cry on the end. I've yet to get Amy to cry for Dean. Nope. Only one person has gotten me to cry for D&D. Oh, so it's possible though. Oh. It, it can happen. It's it's really rough though. Get there. I'll figure something. I I have you. Hooray! Um, yeah. All right. Well, so uh, we'll do from here. We'll do uh, LVP, right? LVP. So okay. who's your LVP for the okay, whole book? You do for the whole book. Book. The Ooh. whole book. You know, I've been putting off thinking about. It. Same. For the whole book, my least favorite. The person I'm least excited to. see. Not even no, not even least excited to see who you feel contributed, oh, contributed the, least. the least. That's right. That's contributed, right, that's right. contributed. Oh, the least. um, God, the, the creator. Fuck, <laughs> what the fuck, man? If he listen, if God shows up in a book and doesn't do shit except for be like, I'm not going to do anything, guys. Fuck him. That's real easy now that it, when it's put to the, like that, the creator, the hell man. Okay. okay. Deal. The, the dark one is your problem. Okay. Not the mortals' problems. <laughs> Might be showing some of my own personal. A little bit. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> is it just going to be the creator for every book? No, it's only if he shows up. If he shows up in more books and it's like, can't do anything, guys. Sorry. Then he'll probably end up in LVP. If okay. he doesn't, then he doesn't. We'll see. Okay. Okay. How often does he want to show up and talk to me about it? <laughs> That's fair. He only needed he only needed three lines to become LVP of the book this time. How around. can you listen? Listen, it's you're the most powerful being in the book, mm-hmm. and you, all you do is like can't help you. Here's a stairway. Mm-hmm. Here you go. It is not here. I will not. <laughs> he even says it. What's he say? Listen, what is that? It is not here. I will take no part. Only the chosen one can do what must be done, if he will. Your God. Only the chosen one can do what must be done. Okay, buddy. I feel mm. like you can do something. And if I, I mean, you do. Arguably, the creator does as much as the dark one does. The dark one only gives like nudges and things here and there. That's what the, that's what he's doing. The dark one's like actively powering the magic for like certain people. The creator's actively powering some magic too. The whole true source, right? Yeah, okay, I guess. Oh, oh, listen, I'm not trying to no, convince no, 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 no. No, you don't need to, because here's the thing. The Dark One is not being involved, being like, I'm not going to do anything, guys. going to have to handle it yourselves. The Dark, the dark One is, one one is bound. <laughs> yeah. By this dude, but not very well. Because, like, these, like, ants were able to get him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my uh, ants. They they opened the prison for the devil. 
<laughs> Oops. Okay. Amy, who's your too. LVP? I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Honestly, it's given me some time to think because I wasn't too sure who I was going to pick for the whole book because I feel like, for me, the LVP has to have, like, failed a mm. multitude of times. Uh-huh. So I was, I, I was going to say Balsamo. Oh, you know what? No, I think and I think I'm going to stick with that because I am going to lump all of his followers failings on him. Yeah, poor management. I've done that before. Moraine got her her LVB from me. Yeah, poor management, because if you know something's not working, try something new. Like, did you purposely send your least competent uh, dark friends after these boys? Like, is that's what you think is good and useful? Or send a so, message to him, be like, go into that dagger. Yeah, yeah. Be like, listen, that unless you're ready to handle them, don't go to the dagger, please. So yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be mine. Is Balsamon? Okay, I, I, I hear Matt, honestly. Here's the thing, Matt. He has a couple of chapters where he like actively contributes to bad things happening. Yeah, but a lot of those chapters are him under the influence of the dagger. Okay. So it feels wrong to give him LVP for that. I feel like this of LVP, I want to save it for somebody who is like more actively bad at what, if that okay, makes okay. sense. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Like who contributes more to their incompetence. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, Balsamon. Balsamon. Okay. I don't know. For Ballsy. Uh, who's your MVP, Ethan? MVP. Probably Moraine. I feel like Moraine. Okay. I feel like she's the one that got the story, that like is maintaining the story. Like she's the one, like without Moraine, everyone's dead. Like, mm-hmm. I think you can remove a lot of people uh, from the story and like everyone wouldn't die, like Nynaeve or Perrin or Matt, mm-hmm. you know, out of our core crew. Yeah. Uh, but Moraine, Moraine is up there with like Moraine, Lan, and Rand are the three that like really can't be yeah. removed without everything going to shit. Uh, and I think Moraine's like the most proactive out of all of them. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to agree on this one. I, I like, I, I also think Moraine. There's just too many to like too many crossroads where not having Moraine would have just stopped the adventure in its tracks. Yeah, like Rand. I think because for as much as I love Lan, I mm-hmm. think they could have gotten through most situations without him. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, that means Rand is second for me. Like, I know we don't do, like, top threes for MVPs, LVPs. Mm-hmm. Um, I do sometimes do honorable mentions. So I think Rand does have to get an honorable mention simply because he was the only one, maybe, who could have wielded the eye as he did. Like, the like the others yeah. didn't do it. You know what I mean? They were all there and yeah. they didn't do it. Or they couldn't, so, yeah. So, unfor- like, very literally... In the final hours, Rand came through. And I will say, like, Rand is what got hit. Like, Rand put in the work to get him and Matt to Camelin. Yeah. A lot of that was through, again, I will repeat myself, but a lot of that was through the incompetence of others. Yeah. He did drag Matt's ass to Camelin. Yeah. So. Well, and barring um, barring supernatural circumstances, right? Rand did mm-hmm. the majority. Rand did pull them through that, you know? Mm-hmm. If you ignore like the de- like if it was just like two bros like got separated from their group and now they're trying to get to Camelin without starving to death or you know yeah and with no money and stuff no Rand did like there were, he I think he comes up with the jo- like the maybe it's Matt but like no it's Rand to pl- Rand is the one that like picks up on like the hint from the farmer to be like play at the ends yeah and I, I mean let's be honest Matt was so paranoid and off putting that like it's really Rand that got them jobs and shit so. Yeah. Rand deserves an honorable mention, but I do think Moraine, there's too many scenarios in where Moraine, like, saves their ass. Yeah. For as poorly as she sometimes manages things. Yeah, for as poorly as she... Um, Communication, Moraine. I just want you to be better at at Mm -hmm. leading these kids. I agree. Bottom three. uh, At least bottom three. Are we both doing bottom threes? Because it's just for this book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Honestly, why not? Yeah. Um, we finally get favorites from Ethan. From so me, that's right. I'm going to do three, two, one, three, but like one is your least favorite. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, can I not? I can't put in a, a space. 
Okay, we're just going to do it this way. Okay. Are you I going first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll, sure I'll, not. I'll figure it out. Um, I'm just thinking. I'm trying to, like, unless you've got people ready to go. Well, I know who my number one is. Three and two are a little bit rougher. I'm trying to think of people that when I see them, I'm like. Mm-hmm. Same. Well, I've got I've got my my number one. Should we start with least favorite? No, I think that's. Yeah. I think you have to go from. Okay. No, you know what? You know, I have a number three. I have okay. a number three. All right. What's your number three? Galdadrid. Really? Galadadrid. Galadadrid. Yes. Galadadrid. Galadadrid. Galad. Yeah. Galadadrid. That guy. Here. Okay. Um, snitches get stitches. Okay. So he's he, he very literally almost fucks shit up really badly. Mm-hmm. So Galadadrid. I don't like him. Okay. Listen, number three, there's not, I honestly, there's not a whole lot of space. I feel like right now, there's not like a lot of characters he's fighting against for least favorite. Yeah. So, cause a lot of characters I'm neutral towards. Yeah. That's kind of how I am. So I, I, I feel like it's fair to give him my number three spot. He's not yeah. my least favorite, but he's up there. I think, I think in order also for this, uh, like, I think we can also include like groups of people like if we've got like a a category of like sure. recurring characters that are like you know yeah i'm i'm okay with that okay. like all white cloaks or something like that you know what i mean not saying yeah, that they're yeah. gonna this, but like no i'm cool with that um, so for my number three yeah oh my number three okay. the congress and the coplins okay i get annoyed Throwback. mostly because when i see them i'm like okay i know their deal already like there's not a lot of there's no nuance in those characters in this book, so it's like, okay. Okay. I Valid. know who this is, I know who they are, and like I'm like, get them out of here. Cool. Mm-hmm. Who's your number two name? Uh the White Cloaks. Ah, okay. The minute you were like, we can include groups, I was like, excellent. I know who just won number two. So you just don't like you're like when they show up, you're like, oh no, not these guys. Like They're horrifying. <laughs> they're actually okay. horrifying and they're a little too real for me. So yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. How, who's your number two, Ethan? Uh, hmm, hmm. See, I know who my number one is. Me too. I think everyone knows. Like, my number one is not going to be a surprise to anyone. My number two, listeners, um, is um, more death. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I see him, I'm like, I'm like, because uh, I'm not like, it's the whole like, honestly, it's the whole like, uh, Come and get the treasure, and then it's Moraine. It's a combination of that, and then Moraine being like, "If he ever, if anyone takes this out, he'll escape, and then steal their soul." And I'm like, "It's extra. It's really extra." Okay. And it's like unconfirmed. Like we have no idea. It's a lot of hype and no action. Fair, fair. For more death for my number two. Okay. Uh, my number one is Matt. Oh. I didn't. I don't think that's a shocker to anyone. I've been very vocal about my dislike, and I don't think I need to get into it again. Yep. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. Do better. <laughs> Mine is Beelzebub. My number one oh, is Beelzebub. Okay. okay. Uh, the dreams. I can't. It. They annoy the shit out of me. It's the same okay. thing over and over again, man. I need you to get a new trick. No, for sure. For sure. Do a flip I get or something. Welcome back, listeners. We what? cut out all of the formatting that we just had to do with a with a Excel sheet. Yep. Top three. Just- Top threes. Let's see. Two. <laughs> Unfortunately, it all depends on how long the names are. It really does. Okay. Hmm. I guess do I go first? Then you went first with the bottom, so I might as well go first with the top. Okay. Uh, number three. It should be a lot easier. Uh, yeah. It should. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Honestly, I just have trouble with the number three. I know who the top two are. I, I hazard to guess. Yeah. Uh, number three is just a little rough because I feel like there's a few characters vying for it. Because mm-hmm. I really like, I liked Loyal. Mm-hmm. I really liked Min. Mm-hmm. I liked Elaine. I liked more gays. Mm-hmm. Ally. So it's hard to pick, you know? Because yeah. Loyal, I like Loyal, but then there's like the, there's a little bit of moaning afterwards. Yeah. But then that's not really fair because the others don't have as long to do something annoying. Mm-hmm. And looking at my past favorite characters is no help. <laughs> I mean, I can go first if you want. Yeah, go first, Ethan. Okay. Uh, my number three uh, is, um, it's, what's his name? It's uh, Elias. Oh, okay. Cool guy. Cool wolf guy. Teaches parent about his powers. That's fair. 
honestly, Val, like totally cool. Um, I think, yeah, I think I'm just going to go with loyal, you know? Okay. I think he's just, I, I really liked his introduction. He's a good character. Interest, you know, you know what? This feels wrong. As I'm saying it, I'm like, I'm not excited to be putting him in my top three, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, so not loyal. Honestly, I keep coming back to Min. Okay, cool. We only get her for a couple chapters, but I really like her character concept. Yeah. Like I wanted more of her throughout the whole book, you know? Yeah. So I think Min gets my top, my, my number three for me. Get out of here, loyal. Sorry. I think loyal probably falls in number four, but yeah, yeah. Min's just the one I was like, I really want to see her again. Yeah. Who's your number two, Ethan? Um, I think Pot on Fane. Interesting. Okay. I find, I think it's a very... You pick much more interesting, well, not more interest feel, like mine are really obvious. It's a very interesting character, you know? Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's, like, following the whole time, and, like, you can kind of pick up on stuff. And, like, one thing that I was shocked that you did not pick up on, Amy, in the first few episodes. Yeah. And I was really worried you were going to figure out that he was a dark friend real early. Um, okay. In the first, like, a lot of the people, like, uh, Tom, Tom calls mm-hmm. him a carrion. Like, he, oh, he I, describes him as carrion. I remember. And I was shocked that you did not pick up, like, either you didn't, maybe you picked up, I don't know, you didn't voice it. No, uh, that it's I... Like, it's like, oh, they keep, they keep calling carrion eaters dark, as, like, dark friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will there's say... there's a lot of foreshadowing there with him. Yeah, I, I don't, I think at the beginning I was a little bit, like, Ooh, that's a weird comparison to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of like, okay, we'll wait and see. Because then we thought he died. Like that. Yeah. Well, I thought he died. I thought he had. I thought Tom fed him to yeah. the Trollocs. <laughs> I was pretty convinced Tom fed him to the Trollocs. Um, once he popped up in Berlin, that's when I was like, ooh. Yeah, and, you get sketched out by him then. Uh, yeah, I got super sketched out by him, and that's when like that that comparison came back to my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was, I didn't say it at the time because I wasn't like confident enough to make a, a, a prediction, you know, mm-hmm. I was because the description is weird when we meet, see him as the beggar in Camelin. Like, yeah. so I wasn't sure, but mm-hmm. I had an inkling. I was like, this feels like it might be bought on feigning. Uh, um, but like, I never said anything. Yeah, like you said, I just never voiced it because I was never sure enough to to say mm-hmm. anything. I gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think he's uh I think he's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And like his the, the background story that goes on with him in this book. I remember when I first read it, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, I didn't yeah. pick up on him being a dark friend at all. And I did not pick up on him. I thought he was acting weird when they found him. But I thought that just got scared. And then I did not think he was the beggar. Like, oh. When he turned out, I was like, oh, shit. Damn. But remember, I was like listening to it while working and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, that's it. When when we find out it was Pat on Thane, like like when he gets dragged in at Faldar, I'm like checks out. Yep. Honestly, even when they're in the ways and like someone's following them, I'm like, I got a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> who's your number two, Amy? I've been mentally going back and forth on this this whole time, Ethan. Uh huh. I think I know who. Do you? I think so. But go for it. Uh, Nynaeve. Oh really? No, yeah, that's wrong. I thought it was gonna be yep. Land for sure. No, I think I really like Nynaeve. Um, And honestly, she got beat out by like first place by a hair. Okay. Um, And I think it's just because there is a little bit. the, The only thing for me is there is a little bit of that like, oh, no, I've got powers thing from her as well. Mm-hmm. Not to the point of irritation quite yet, but like enough for enough for first place to have beaten her out. Okay, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, and that's it. But I mean, I I've waxed poetic about Nynaeve the for a long time, yeah, so I don't yeah. I don't want to bore everybody by going back into it. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my number one is Moraine. I really like all of her uh, lore dumps. Okay. okay. Uh, I find she's even more like she's a very interesting character. I remember from when I first time read this, I was like, I want to know your secrets. Mm-hmm. You annoy the shit out of me sometimes, but you got mm-hmm. good stories and you got weird stuff going on. And then I find out that you're apparently the, you know, you're somehow related to all this weird political stuff going on in Kyrie and, and Camelin. Mm-hmm. Fair, so, fair. And I'll give you a hard time a... on that one. In that, I was going to say part of your book. That one episode, I I wasn't I I wasn't expecting Moraine at the top. I don't know who I thought was going to win it out, but make like after hearing you explain it, it makes sense. But 
Yeah. Who's yours, Amy? It's Len. Len oh, wins okay. first place for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I don't know that this is a super shocker. What had him beat out? I just love the land lore dumps that we get. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it really adds a lot of depth and like interest to his character. Yeah. Like it puts a lot into perspective for us mm-hmm. and leaves us like with like it leaves me wanting to see more of him. Yeah. And also I'm a sucker for like I can't be with you because you deserve better. Oh, let's see. Uh, I'm a big like I'm a big sucker for that trope, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I think there's just like it's not he doesn't have a whole lot of scenes. And like you said, he's really stoic through a lot of stuff. But mm-hmm. the things that we do get are just so juicy that I I just Aragorn's my favorite Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> um uh-huh. so here I we are. Yeah. Yeah, that might have not a little bit to do with uh, Viggo Mortensen. Uh-huh. I mean, I think my second favorite, honestly, is Boromir. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But that's a discussion for a different podcast. Everyone, tune into our... Yeah. I mean, really quickly, just the tragic uh-huh. hero thing, like, gets me. Boromir's, like, as a kid, I thought Boromir was the bad guy and I hated him. And then I think I just gained an appreciation for him as I got older. Yeah. Um, he got fucked up by the ring. Like, he's yeah. getting fucked up by the ring. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it. Matt yeah, just has to die heroically for me to, for me Aww. to like him. Matt's got that's a lot more Matt. opportunities to, to, to come back without yeah. dying. Boromir had to cover a lot of ground really quickly before he was excised from the story. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, and I think that's it. Like, yeah, Lan doesn't complain about the lot that is given to him. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of is what edged him out, like edged him ahead of uh, Nynaeve a bit, you know? Yeah. Like, Lan arguably is much, has a lot more shit going on, like shitty shit, than Nynaeve. Yeah. And I'll takes be, it a lot good. better. Sorry. I thought Lan was not making it on your list. If Nynaeve was number two, I thought I thought you and me might have the same number one. Honestly, I was like, no. I was like oh, maybe she'll go with Moraine. <sighs> no, uh, Moraine. I agree with everything you said. I just like I said, I want to like her, and she makes it hard. Yeah, but you and me value different things, like stronger, yeah. more strongly, more you know. Like I've yeah. got a lot more of a. I think I have a lot more of a tolerance for Matt's incompetence. Yeah, you know, but that's pro- that might just be from me. Uh, knowing him from farther along, which is fair. Like we're 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 keeping it as spoiler free and like as separate as possible. But yeah. it's hard when you know the characters further down the line. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's. Yeah, I think that's fair. But yeah, no land. Uh, land, yeah, land just. Sorry, I didn't mean. I don't even know what to say other than uh, that it hasn't been said. It's then just whole it's land. land. What? Then whole land. I was trying to do like a swoon, but I couldn't really like make honestly, that come yeah. Like <sighs> audio. There you go. See, it's my internalized. Uh, I couldn't get the swoon right because I didn't want to make myself effeminate. Ah, there you go. Too effeminate. Mm-hmm. Points, prediction points, Amy. Prediction points. So we had, I believe it is. We can't highlight like we usually do. Yeah, we had how many chapters? Fifty-six. Fifty-five. Yeah, fifty-five. 55. We had 55, we didn't do uh, chapters for the first uh, five, so we only had 50, which makes it really easy. Mm-hmm. So. It's out uh, of 100. Out of 100. Yeah. I was tallying everything up. So if Amy got something completely right, she got two points. If she got it completely wrong, she got zero. If she got uh, it partially right, she got partial credit and got one. So she had 100 points to get for the book. Mm-hmm. She ended up with 57, which is pretty good. More <sighs> right than wrong. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. I will say... I'm going to add on an additional 10 points for every correct, like, book prediction she made before she knew anything about the book. Ooh. So, some bonus points. I didn't know about this. I knew we were going to be talking about my book predictions, but I didn't know about this. So, training montage did happen. Yes. So, I'm going to, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to get, I don't know. Oh, here, I can do this. Training montage is green. Yep. What color green do I use? If it can be the same green as the one from the... Okay. <laughs> I'll leave it. It's going to be in the in, on the type. Yeah. No, that's fine. There's, I didn't think. Okay. We have to figure out a way to highlight. Which... I can't highlight. I think. It's fine. No, because they have, they have the filling instead. 
So I can't. If there is, somebody knows a way to highlight text without filling the cell on uh, Google Sheets. Hit me up. Yep. Email us, listeners. Um, all right. Next one. Ran, really special, and people take them away. So I'm going to give you partial on that one, Amy. I'm going to give you five. <gasps> because Rand does not realize that he's special, but people do take him away. He realizes he's special by the end of the... Yeah, but the order's wrong. Oh, I see. He doesn't figure <laughs> it out like before they take him away. Um, okay, okay. The wording do... got me there. No, the wording did get you there. The order of operation. Um, we do fight Dar- a Darth Vader, but we do see the Emperor, if that makes sense. Okay, so if partial? considering Agonor and all them as, as Darth Vader's. Vader's and Balsamon as Emperor. As the Emperor. Yeah, because he's the one I kind s- of pulling all the strings, you know? That's fair. I have my theories, but I, that's fair. Okay. I okay. can only go from this book, you know. I won't yes. confirm it or anything. So yes. in the interest of this book, you know. So I'll you, give you In the interest there. of this book, you're, yes, you're right. Uh, and then a male role model dies, which does happen. Tom does die, as far as we are aware. Yep. Maureen's so, conspiracy theories mean nothing. That's right. So I will give you a point total of 87. Boop, 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 boop. Out of 140? Uh, uh, out of 100. Oh, nice. So there you go. I don't know how to make that look big. There we go. There you go. Solid B, Terry. Solid B. Oh, so this means I theoretically could have gotten like 140 out of 100. Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically, yeah. Okay. I like it. I'm here for yeah. it. I like the system. Was this this thing I didn't know about, the surprise? Yes. Okay, cool. So. I think that just brings us to the rating of the book. It is. We're almost done. Um, Just for clarity for everybody, we're doing this out of five stars, but we are counting half and quarter stars. Now, is this, now is this rating? Well, I guess it would have to be against other books that we like and not against themselves, uh, not against the series. Well, when I give a book a rating, it's really based on like my enjoyment of the book on a scale of one to five. Right. Gotcha. So I'm not comparing it necessarily to anything. It just it is what it is. OK, OK, OK. This is a very everyone subjective rating. So don't come at us You're out of five. We don't have a rubric. Yeah, no, this is very subjective. Like ultimately just, any rating is going to be. But, you know. Yeah. Like this whole podcast. So. Yeah, exactly. Um. I mean, I can go first. Yeah, go for it. Because honestly, normally I just give books that I like five stars on Audible or whatever. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm used to doing this for like Storygraph and Goodreads uh, and hey, stuff. I, I don't do, I don't do, it's usually just literally like a purchasing review. So if it's any, in, you know, anything below a five and like purchasing. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I give this a 3.75. Okay. Person. Uh, I think, like I said, very solid. Uh, I would have liked a little bit more, but it was a good, a good foundation. Solid foundation. Right, my, I was just showing an ad for Love Island and I was so confused. Um, hmm. Oh, Ethan. What? I can. Oh, 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 listeners. Amy has discovered that she can put a, a five star rating system into Excel with actual stars. <laughs> The, the, the speed of Excel changes that are going on right now, like, if I could describe them to you, it is like, you know, it's like seeing a kid open their birth, open Christmas present. That's two things. She said. You can show yourself out. <laughs> oh, but Ethan, it doesn't do half or quarters. Mm, the okay. roughness of, is that going to change your rating? Wait, can I do? Oh, no, it won't. It just won't do. Will it do 10 stars? No, no, it, no, has, it has to be to out of five. five. Uh, that's okay. I'll drop my rating to a three, to be honest. Oh, no. <laughs> Robert Jordan lost it. Did it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're, we're rounding, though. Uh, no. No. I told you it's vibe, and this is not a four-star book for me. Okay, so. It's not. It's it's very so solid. Okay. It's, ve- it's very solid, but it's not like a four-star. Like, Way of Kings is a four-star book. Okay. Words of Radiance, five stars. You know? Mm-hmm. If we're really only doing out of five and I can't do quarters, it, it becomes a very harsh world. <laughs> yeah. I feel like so, mine's yeah. a three. Yep. I'm, I think I'm three also. You're also, see, we're well, both threes. But then only being five, five stars, like that does make it, that makes it easier for me. I'm like, okay, I wonder three. if I can change the color. I can. Oh, she, she's evolving, everyone. <laughs> oh, I can set that myself up. Yeah, you you just click on the bar and then there you go. 
Yeah. Look, how cool is that, Ethan? That's very cool. I'm so excited. Listeners, you can add five, you can add star ratings to Excel sheets. Oh, so I can know. make it bigger. Uh, please do, because they're they're too small in my right I now. mean, that's uh, I mean, I c- I would have to make the cell long. Is that big enough? Or that's fine. No, that works. That's, okay. So actually, what we'll do is do this. Ah, not those ones. <laughs> there we go. Rating. There we go. There we go. So three stars, everybody. And I, I only say that because I'm like, I'm like, I know there are other books in the series that I like more. Mm-hmm. So I mean, none this... of these books are like my favorite. So I have to leave space for a four star. And this book I thoroughly enjoyed. So three. Yeah. I mean, so the thing is, three means it's not bad. It's like, I think three is the definition of it was a solid book. I keep saying yeah. the same word. I just, it fits for me. Three is good. There's room for improvement. Yep. Huzzah! Well, that's, I think that concludes the wrap-up. Yep, that's the end. Uh, We liked the book. We liked the book. It was good. Had some fun characters. Yep, bye. Bye, everybody. See you for the next one. Hey, you made it to the end of our show. If you liked it, please consider giving us five stars on your podcast provider of choice. And if you want, feel free to contact us at thedarkfriendsbookclub at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Have a great day and goodbye.